0: Kamuroi!
1: unto me yea thrusteth forward your lips unto me place them in me thus you are thine child thine sweet round child i breathe into you life hooray rejoice the lord yea thrust
2: thus unto him
1: thrust again continue to thrust my son once more from whence you came from whence i came on you
2: Amen. Amen.
1: Uh welcome to the games going right podcast. That was the best introduction I could come up with mm-hmm. on the spot, and I mean, uh,
2: maybe just the best introduction. Full stop.
1: Oh no, we've had some some sweet hot bangers ro- <laughs> roll out of our mouths here, just flop right out. Right, just flop right out with a trail of goo, saucy
2: out. big nubs.
1: We've had big things just drip
2: out of our drooling jowls. Right, just a uh, oozing postule of. Mm-hmm. opening lines
1: like a warm like meat sock but alive
2: yeah attached 10 meat socks perhaps to, like
1: a creature yeah um veins all right here we go i'm brian garthoff here mike Yeah. games gonna write podcast is the name we're here to talk video games and we are in the throes of some thick meaty video game waters um it is fall call of Duty just came out yesterday black ops 4 yep no one got it here no um i was tempted to rent it i had a rental copy in my hand and when they said it was seven dollars for five days i said no thank you ma'am right and then i gave it right back to that lady yeah to hell with her she was a clerk i mean she was just doing her job um but i didn't do it but that's fine i have so many games to play and uh, <coughs> I've only played a few. Uh, I just got back from Tennessee. I had vacated. Mm-hmm. And I was in the Gatlinburg in the Smoky Mountains. But I took the Switch with me. I took the Bry phone. Oh, by the way, big Bry OS update. Uh-oh. Coming at you hard in a minute. Spoilers. Real big. Spoilers.
2: Um, <coughs> big spoilers. So uh, how many games do you got to talk about? Um, what do I have? I probably have four or five okay well then why don't
1: you get things rolling here
2: um okay well this one's going to be more like several maybe things rolled into one but like some updates on some stuff i okay. had been playing.
1: Little, little happy pack you got here
2: uh yeah i'm been playing continuing the switch stuff that i was playing okay so um dead cells and into the breach mm-hmm. mostly um update on dead cells i did get to the second boss oh okay uh, I think he's the Timekeeper. I have yet to see this man. I beat him on the first try. Nice. Which was pretty... I was pretty enthused about that because those are... Not, it's not an easy game, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is your typical run-based stuff. But I, yeah, I beat him and then moved forward and then immediately got exterminated in the next portion. Um, you so have yeah. to
1: make your big deposit right after you beat him, probably. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. So that is definitely worth it. And, and uh, yeah, I'm on like my third level health flask. I think I have six... I might be on 10,000 gold stowed away. Well, why don't we talk about Dead Cells? Because I was going to talk about Dead Cells. Okay, then we can just talk about it a little bit at length. Um, Um, Because I was just playing Dead Cells in front of you. Indeed.
1: And uh, I have about 10 hours or so in Dead Cells, it says.
2: Okay. I'll have to (laughs) check my time, but yeah, I've probably at least that much myself. i checked your time
1: and it says you have 15 hours in dead cells
2: oh really on the switch oh know? nice yeah i like okay. that i can do that i can yeah see that's how actually much, pretty awesome
1: how much i've been playing a game versus my friends
2: yeah we can compare statistics
1: yeah and so um i uh yeah i've I've made it just to the first boss but i've made it to like multiple other areas so i've probably been on the precipice of fighting a second boss uh, sometimes now, I'm just now seeing the ancient sewers for the first time, uh, but I've been to the ossuary, uh, the stilt village, the midnight sepulcher once. Um,
2: yeah, the uh, stilt village comes right after the first boss.
1: Well, yeah, it does if you take that way, but then you can also take away to the uh, the other dangle.
2: See, I've never, for me, it's always been behind the super jump thing.
1: Yeah, and then there's also, there's usually like, uh, there's usually two exits, because it usually says to the stilt village or the other.
2: Yeah, that's area. what I mean. Like, the other door for me is always on a, like, a the multi-jump wall, uh-huh. so I can never get to it. So oh, I, mine, always, I
1: found it behind the, like, teleportation rune. Tombs. oh okay so that's how i've gotten to it hmm maybe i just, don't have the big multi-jump thing
2: yeah it may just be, have been that time and then i stopped looking for it and just immediately went to the still village
1: yeah i have four runes now so i have the groundy pound the uh that's the one i don't have the slimy man yeah I um, have that. the teleportation mm-hmm. rune and then i've got one more what's the
2: other one um uh the
1: jimmy whistle i think it's like a, <laughs> it's the biggest whistle that you can get it's kind it's of the like most a, gigantic whistle a hot fleshy whistle oh
2: the challenger's run yeah because I, I have yeah. have you done anything with that like daily stuff no yeah me either no i haven't i looked at it once and i was like mm,
1: and i think i just tried the initial one time um and yeah that's I what i
2: did either. with it too and then i was just kind of it's like not that, into it
1: It looks hot um <clears throat> yeah i'm not a big challenge boy or a big daily boy either no um but what I like about this game is it it does get easier as you go, as long as you're just making some some deposits. Um, I've had some runs that have gone for an hour, and I've really cashed in hard. Um, earlier, I was playing in front of you just a couple runs, and I was speeding through everything. Sometimes I do that, but usually I just speed through the first wave or level, um, and that's only if I can get to that comfortable two-minute mark. Because yeah. if I don't, then I'll actually go back and I'll canvas through the entire first dungeon. Sure. Even after I find an exit, I'll go and find the other exit mm-hmm. um, and try to find any secrets. But um, sometimes I'll fly through and it pays off because I can d- deposit 20 cells and like a third of the amount of play time. Yeah. So um, I like the variance and uh, replayability. I've got the random starting weapon and random bow. I've got a few things unlocked, like the uh, double health flask. I'm working on the third Uh, health flask usage because those seem to be the most useful of all Um, and then a few different weapons i have not gotten down in shields at all still um
2: it it's it's kind of weird using shields it kind of makes you play the game differently yeah which i don't think is necessarily a bad thing but it's also like i've i'm so used to the other way around Mm -hmm. that i um that it's um it, it just it's almost sometimes too much of an adjustment but I do tend to use them if I, especially if like I don't have a really good ranged type weapon that I like.
1: Mm-hmm. I almost always uh, do the uh, cursed chests also when I I've, come across them.
2: I actually very rarely do them, but it, it also depends on the what area I'm in. Because like if you do it in Stilted Village, to me it's almost impossible because of those guys that spawn mini guys when they die, mm-hmm. and they usually at least tap you for like one because there's there's like four that spawn but they don't all spawn the same area Mm -hmm. so usually they're on both sides of you and you have to like turn and hit it just it and all you usually it's not a big deal because i'll hit you for like one damage but when you're cursed it's like that's all it takes you're dead
1: yeah well one time i got majorly hosed by one of those because i took the cursed chest and then there weren't 10 guys left in the level and then i had to fight the boss
2: oh yeah so that's no i got
1: one shot by the boss because yeah. i was cursed and i only needed four more guys to kill yeah because so yeah that
2: fighting like, that dude on a no hit is basically impossible
1: i got him down to like a third of his health not down to his third but like i got him down to two thirds
2: yeah um he starts getting once he gets into like berserk mode there at the end like where he's like jumping hitting jumping hitting yeah it can get pretty tough yeah um
1: but uh that's a fun game. I really like it. Uh and I can see myself making more progress as just as long as I It is
2: like you said though it's it's I think and the reason I like it a lot is because it's kind of the best of those uh it, it hits all the high notes of those run-based games where it does feel like there's stuff where you're like, well, I don't know how I'm ever going to beat this and then later that becomes just like, oh okay, that's just something I I do regularly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then it's it's just going to be easier with time because we when you get the general upgrades Um, and you're dumping stuff into that. And eventually if you can just make like a big chunk of progress through it, um, then it's going to become easier to get to like further along and to get, um, more cells to put into more things and even to get to the ones where where the guy you invest in and put stuff in for drops, like. There was definitely, like, one of the runs that uh, I just did uh, while you were here, I was just like, oh, wow, I'm getting a lot of items. So I was like, I normally don't get this many items. Yeah. And so...
2: And then, it, like, with any of those games, there is, like, some luck involved. Or just, like, a kind of variance depending on what weapons you get and how you use them. Yeah. Because you were talking about how you had some good runs with the Nutcracker, whereas I'm not as good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, like, the smaller, faster weapons so, so I can spam hits and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And then some of them are like really interesting like the the Spartan shoes is kind of an interesting thing.
1: Yeah, I've, I haven't really gotten down on that as much or the the shields at all, but then I've gotten uh a lot of the bows. I unlocked the heavy crossbow and I hate it. It like shoots like a four. Spread, is it like a shotgun and it's almost? It's really sh- slow, yeah.
2: Yeah, that one it's it's like it, it's cool because, like, weapons of the same type can fill different needs. Yeah. Because, like, the double bow or, like, the infantry bow is, like, really good for picking out guys that are coming at you, stuff like that, whereas that, like, that is a pretty cool thing if you're surrounded by enemies, but, and then you can kind of just, like, blast away, but in a lot of instances, it doesn't fill the need that you want for, like, a ranged weapon.
1: Yeah. On one of my best runs, I had uh, infantry bow that did, like, crazy crit damage up close so it, I could use it as a melee weapon almost. Yeah. And yeah. it was so fucking awesome because I was just point blank murdering guys. And I do just a lot of just dodge rolling and fucking murdering them in like short distance. I felt like like fucking the John Wick of the Dead Cells universe right. where I'm like fucking right up in their face shooting at yeah.
2: them. Yeah. Yeah. I really like, um, I can use pretty much any of the melee weapons and be cool with it. I really like the, like, the frost blast. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of my favorites for like using as a ranged or magic type thing. Um and then I've started to get used to the electric blast thing too. The bolt where like it has distance and you hold it and it electric Oh, I don't think them. I have that. Oh, uh, it's it's pretty fun. It's very like different. You have to get used to it. Um have you got any of the whips yet? Just the electric whip.
1: Actually, no. I think I've gotten a couple of them.
2: They're pretty cool. Their gimmick is like they deal an instant crit if you hit them on the edge of the whip oh so like you'll hit them and it'll hit them and knock them back and then if you get them like right where the whip cracks it does a crit instantly nice so you're like dealing like fucking 10 times damage or some shit like that i think they're called valmont's whips or something like that is the name of it oh okay um but i've gotten a couple of the uh, those a couple times and those are pretty fun um yeah the variance in the weapons is really interesting and it makes like not only are is the procedurally generated so the you know, it's different every time, but then, like, what weapon you get is different every time as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it mixes it up that you're, it doesn't ever really feel stale, mm-hmm. uh, which is always nice. So, yeah, and then it does, like, you breeze through, and all of a sudden you're like, all right, I'm getting definitely getting good at this. And yeah. like, you feel yourself getting better at it. As yeah, there's you go. certain enemy types I don't
1: even worry about anymore. That first level, I don't even worry about anything anymore. I'm just like, I'm gonna make it through this and a heal, so it, I don't even fight defensively in the first level a lot of times.
2: Basically, me now get, like, on my way to the first boss. That's, like, my watermark, where I'm just like, alright, that's a pretty much automatic. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you get totally hosed which happened to you in the one run you just had where it seems like the whole world's against you yeah like there's sometimes for some reason like just the most simple enemy i all of a sudden start having issues with where it seems like i'm just mistiming everything slightly and i'm getting hit like three times in a row yeah and then you feel like a total idiot um but i feel like that's any video game yeah
1: yeah and this one is pretty good at uh like keeping it light with the platforming. But there have been a couple sections I had where it required some finesse, the platforming. Sometimes it's a lot of times where the
0: spikes are.
2: Where the
1: spikes are or those like twirling fucking ball, spike ball on the chain. Yeah,
2: but it's still not too bad. Like it's not it's not the best by any means, but it's also not like, I don't know. I, yeah. I think it's sparing enough that it's like, okay, that's fine.
1: Right, yeah. Um, but it's a great game. I really, really enjoy it, and yes. I can see myself playing uh, a lot of it. I played uh, a lot while I was on vacation.
2: It so. is definitely like it's football season. It is my go-to football is on, and I'm playing it while football oh, yeah. is
1: on. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. yeah, definitely. Uh, Bo, Into the Bridge.
2: That is my other go-to game while football is on. Yeah. Um, man, this game is real fucking good. Yeah. Uh, between these two, I'm just... Now it's like this nightmare where like, I can't decide which one I want to play because I know both. I'm going to like sink my teeth into real hard mm-hmm. and it's going to be awesome and I'm going to have a fun time. I feel like um, Into the Breach, I can make it a little more bite-sized. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess technically. Well, it's like you said, though, with Dead Cells. Sometimes you get on a run and you don't want to stop and it's like, then you realize it's 40 minutes and you're like, oh, shit. Um, I found my new favorite team in which Into is? the Breach. The hazardous mechs.
1: Okay, I don't think I've used them. All
2: right. uh, It's a pretty cool concept. The main mech is a, like, grasshopper mech thing, jumpy. How many do you have unlocked right now? I have... Let me look at this list here. I have a list pulled up. I have Riftwalkers, obviously, the Rusting Hulks, Blitzkrieg, Mm -hmm. hazardous mechs, and then today I just unlocked Steel Judoka.
1: Okay. Yeah, I... um... Let me see who I got here. I have Blitzkrieg, uh, Riftwalkers, Resting Hulks, and Zenith, and Steel Judoka. So I don't have the Hazards, but I have the Zenith.
2: Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't look at anything or know anything about them before I buy them. I just pick one based on the cost. Yeah. So when I picked... Um, hazardous Max, i was just like oh it's like the most expensive one let me see what this is about mm-hmm. um so the the first like main i don't um know even wh- which class is. i think it's the uh prime prime is like a grasshoppery jump man so he can jump at any distance in the in an x from like whatever line he's in and then he deals damage to everyone next to where he lands in like a four-way output okay yeah. and also pushes them backwards all right, yeah. So, but he damages himself when he lands. Okay. So he deals damage and then deals one damage to himself.
1: Does he deal one damage to everyone? Or? Yes. Okay.
2: One damage to all things and always. Mm-hmm. Then the second one is a cannon that shoots any distance in the X and then um, pushes them back one and himself back one and deals one damage to each thing, himself mm-hmm. and them. And then the third mech is a just makes it doesn't do any damage, but it shoots poison and then shifts them one spot over. But his passive ability is that whenever a mech kills another mech, they gain one health back. So, optimally speaking, these guys are killing the mechs, dealing one damage to themselves, but they're getting the one damage right back because of his passive ability.
1: Wait, you said whenever one mech kills another mech? Do you mean if one mech one kills another enemy? One mech an kills instance? another enemy, I'm sorry.
2: Okay. Yeah, my bad, yeah. So, whenever a mech kills an enemy, he gets one health. Okay. So, it's like, optimally, it's like this like almost like little combo deck mm. that you have here where they're killing him and getting it back. Um I really like them a lot, because yeah. all three of them shove guys around, which in that game you kind of learn is Critical. almost more useful than damage, yeah. because you can push people into water if they're like not flying, or just move. Because a lot of times you're like, all right, man, you can shoot, but I'm just going to move you over, and you're shooting into the distance, because yeah. if you're not hurting anybody, I don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. I've had my most successful runs with them, and then... One of their—I I forget all of their particular um, uh, achievements, but one is just getting through all four islands without a mech dying. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, "Oh fuck, I can do that." Which I did yeah. first try on that, and then went to the end and then beat it through, and it was probably my easiest, like most dominant run. Yeah, um, just like I said, because like being able to move dudes around is just fucking critical, right? Um, and then like I, the one upgrade on like the cannon guy is that. You can put one reactor in to deal one more damage to each, so he deals two, but he takes two, mm-hmm. but then if you put three in, it's just one more damage to the enemy, and you don't take more, so then I buckled that up, and then that got real nasty. Yeah. It's um, funny
1: how, like, going from, like, two to three damage or one to two damage is so fucking, like, critical.
2: It's nuts. Yeah um yeah it makes all the difference in the world
1: like because when i think of something like oh man this guy's doing three damage right because in that game (laughs) that's like
2: holy shit
1: right yeah he's laying Um, fucking shit out
2: yeah so i had that and then in my really successful run i had a secondary weapon on my cannon mech Mm -hmm. that it just shot shields out in a like in a one two pattern so it it hit a shield on where you dropped and then the square next to it i got a shield as well So it's really nice if there's, like, a building cluster. I just roll over, throw it, and then there's, like, two shields on buildings. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, I got a buffer. Because sometimes you got to make decisions with those buildings. Yeah. Especially, like, with this thing where it's, like, that grasshopper mech, like, goes four damage in each, like, a damage in each four directions.
1: So he will damage a building if he lands next to
2: it? Yes. So sometimes I'm like, all right, let's fucking do the dance. And then obviously, like in that same run I was doing really well, I had my damage resistance up to like 33%. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, this is as good a chance as I'm going to get to resist it anyway. Um, but yeah. i had it
1: up to like 48%.
2: I haven't got a high, I, I really want to, because mm-hmm. it, it does make it really nice yeah. to have like a third of the time like, oh, it's just resisted. Um, But yeah, so uh, i beat be through that. And then I, like I mentioned, I got Steel Judoka today and they seem pretty fun.
1: I haven't fucked with them. I usually wait to I get a victory with a squad before I switch squads. Yeah, me and too. So, But I've spent a lot of time with the first two squads. Well, the second squad being Rusting Hulks um, because I liked the Rusting Hulks so much.
2: I liked them a lot and, as well. And I liked that beginning squad a lot
1: too. Yeah. And then I tried the other squad. Um, Blitzkrieg? I think so. And I think I didn't like that. Or or was the Zenith? I don't remember now. I tried one of them, and I was like, ooh, these guys are hard to use. I think it might have actually been the Zenith. Um, Because that's the one where the guy who, like, he shoots, like, three, and then two, and then one, 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 one with whatever is behind him. And he's, like, a beast, and then the other two are really hard to use. Like, the one is just a pulling bot.
2: That's, I think you're thinking of Blitzkrieg.
1: Am I? Maybe I'm conflating both of
2: them. Blitzkrieg has the hook like the hook bot okay
1: no i haven't used blitzkrieg then but there's a bot in zenith let me go here just look at his face yeah okay so zenith has a tank that charges guys and then there's a laser mech who shoots in a straight line that does three and then two and then one to everything and then there's a this defense mech and all he does is drag something he does like the scorpion get over here but with just one tile
2: Oh, there's a guy in... Steel, and he also throws shields. In um, Judoka that does that. He has a um, like a magnetic pull, so he pulls one towards himself.
1: Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah.
2: And then, um, what was the third one in Judoka? Because the first guy is like the judo bot who mm-hmm. hucks dudes over his head. And then there's a pull one. I forget what the second one is.
1: Sage Mech? Siege Mech. Oh, it... He throws a missile and it.
2: And it doesn't guys damage out. what it lands on, but pushes out in every direction. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, because one of his secondary upgrades is that he doesn't do damage to buildings that are next to it. And I was like, oh, that looks useful.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I I tried the zenith, and I I found them very hard to use. So
2: that's me in blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg <clears throat> is is a bit tough because of how because they're they have a guy that pulls only pulls, but he pulls all the way to you but he doesn't do any damage and then they're they have like an electric guy Mm -hmm. but it the damage cascades through everything that's connected to it so like a lot of times like it's kind of lame because the one pull bot is usually always next to somebody so Mm -hmm. he's always getting residual damage and it makes it a bit tough to use um so i'm gonna experiment with them a little more but it's been kind of tough because once i find a team i like i will usually actually do like two or three successful runs or at least try to yeah um but, yeah, so I've been playing quite a bit of that. I'm thinking about experimenting with the random team just to see how it goes. I think that might be a fun way to, like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to check out. I want to unlock the other squads and shit and, uh, and play with them all. Yeah. Definitely. That's a game that's just like, uh, every time it, like, every time I try a new squad, it's like, oh, well, that just changes the game
2: completely. So, absolutely. And, like, that's the, um, and then, yeah just like because sometimes you're like you can be afford to be super aggressive and then sometimes it's way more strategic like I said with the um with the ones I've been using it's a little more strategic with the um hazardous max because there's a lot of mo- everybody moves everything all around mm-hmm. and then sometimes I kind of like forget myself and I'm not accounting for it and then it gets me into pickles um, well that's kind of the nature of that game and any like turn-based strategy where it's just like Oh, whoops, can't take that back. Well, we'll just work around it. Um, So, yeah. But it is uh, really fun. I'm going to go through and try to get some more achievements on some of that stuff and look at some of them.
1: Yeah, if this game is anything like uh, FTL, maybe they'll they'll toss out some DLC and they'll put it on iOS also, which would be pretty fucking sweet.
2: I mean, it's definitely a game that could easily go yeah. on any app. Like, you know what I mean? It's like not complicated at all. No, yeah, it's like the kind of pixelated lo- look, and then just like moving squares to squares. Mm-hmm. So, which yep. makes it look like the perfect Switch game. Cause I can sit there on my handheld and, and dink around with it, and it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, I, I lose. Lose myself in that game quite a bit, but it's fun. Lots of good, lots of good. A good, nice. Um, and then the last switch update, I have been, I got back a little bit more into Octopath again. I kind of put it on hold while I was playing Spider Man. I'm done with Spider Man. I played Octopath for another like two or three hours this week. Uh, so I'm up to like, I think I meant like 16 or 17 hours in on that. Right now, it's kind of grindy because I'm trying to get to the proper level to do like the second level quests for all the characters Mm -hmm. because I've collected all the characters now and I'm just uh, moving through that. And so, it's kind of tough. You got to find certain areas where it's like not too brutally hard, but you're also not like cakewalking through and getting barely any experience. So, it's kind of that idea where you're trying to find the good areas to grind up and level up, so... But I'm slowly working through it and the game's so fun that it doesn't feel too grindy because it's the battle system's really enjoyable, so that's cool. Yeah, just a small update on that. I didn't play too much just a couple more hours or so.
1: Well, that's something. Yeah. Okay, um let's see. So
2: that's my updates for games I've already been playing. (laughs) Hey (laughs) What happened? Shit.
1: Um here's an update. Okay. I played some Forts Horizon four. And it's fucking awesome.
2: Hey, that's a good game.
0: Um, The surprise of no
2: one.
1: Did I talk about this on the last pod?
2: I actually don't think you did. I don't think it was out yet, right? Okay.
1: I couldn't remember because we had a hiatus. Yeah, and then we had texted
2: about it quite a bit.
1: Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Um, So now it's been like a week since I played it because I just got back from vacation. And the first thing uh, I did is not want to play a recent game after I spent eight hours... Driving in a car. Mm-hmm.
2: That'll kill your buzz for that kind of thing. For uh-huh.
1: Sure. So um, it's a great game. Um, The open world is fucking beautiful. It looks excellent on... Have you seen it yet since I've fucking got it or no?
2: I can't remember if you showed it to me or not. All right. Well, then I'll quietly put it on. The yeah, go for it. Oh,
1: wait. Yeah, you saw the demo. That's what it was.
2: That's what it was. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I thought I remembered, but I also was like, nah. but it seemed like it was before the game came out, which yeah. it was. It was a demo.
1: Yeah, so um this game gets gives me the exact same feel as Spider Man does. Okay. Where moving about the open world is so fun that sometimes I'm not even doing the stuff that the game's meant for. I'm just doing the stuff that there is to do in the world. Um They tweaked it a little bit from Horizon three. Horizon three had a lot to do um with the like billboards and uh or bonus boards uh excuse me that you could find about the open world and this still has that Mm -hmm. um this still has stunts but they kind of made it like a movie challenge i know i talked about that the one time uh after i played the demo on here um but also everything is like you can play this game online with like a large amount of people and so everything's just more interactive um i know they actually have people like you can farm experience by streaming the game if you stream the game on Mixer. Seriously? It gives you
2: a XP boost?
1: Yeah. Well, it gives you like influence is like the the currency. Oh, okay. Slash.
2: Well, not even currency. That's actually the, really interesting. The XP, basically. Is it similar to Twitch that you can just like one button stream through it, basically?
1: I imagine I haven't done it. Oh, okay. um, right. Yeah. But it's built into Xbox now. so like. That's like their thing, right? It's their platform. Yeah. This is their game. So this is like the one. I've and actually Force heard Horizon, it's pretty good, too. Yeah, Forza Horizon 3 uh, championed their music uh, service that is now defunct but the groove music. So it's not a big surprise to see a Microsoft game of this magnitude pump- pumping a Microsoft service.
2: Well, I mean, that's kind of their thing, right? Yeah. They're, like, um, pushing their ecosystem. That's what Microsoft has always done.
1: Right, yeah. But it, it's so... God, it's such a fucking sharp-looking game, and, like, playing it is so much fun. I really like... Um, different styles of cars it seems like this game more so than the last one there's less to like inhibit my car from fucking going fast like there's fucking stone walls all over fucking the area you're playing because you're playing in britain Mm -hmm. um and there's like little stone like walls like you can kind of see in that key art right there oh yeah Um, yeah, yeah. and your car just crumbles through them like like you they just oh that's awesome yeah they just bully over. That it like, doesn't
2: just, like, bullshit, like, speed bump you. Yeah,
1: and even, like, small trees, you just mow them over. And so uh, it's just so much fun to just fucking fly around the fucking map, uh, collect boards, go to these... They have these things called, like, scenic spots. And the other one, I forget what they were called, um, but... It was like, a... it's just an area of like note in the actual, you know, like in Britain. And the last one right. was Australia. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, right. But in this one, your character's in it. And because you have like customization, they're like doing a dance at whatever like landmark you're at. Really? So you just like, you picked your emote and like he's just doing it while he's That's fucking like standing of on the awesome. landmark. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. It's just a fucking absurd. Um, it's a really fucking slick ass game though like i said i didn't play it just because i fucking drove for eight hours but like also i felt kind of guilty because like on the off-road races i was having a really really difficult time with the wheel so i unplugged my wheel and i played with my controller uh-oh and then i was like oh, you no. felt like you're cheating i was like i'm like enjoying this maybe a little more without the wheel ah um, damn it but I, it's weird because it's just certain race and certain car types. Like, I dri- I fucking took this tiny Ford Focus uh, that's like a fucking off-road vehicle that I have, like this weird old Ford Focus. Um, and I can't fucking do it with the wheel, but with the controller, I could fucking glide through um, everything. And they have like these gravelly like off-road levels and it's just it's very hard for me because I don't think that wheel is, like, advanced enough, almost, to handle it. Oh, really? Like, it goes all the way to the left, all the way to the right, and I bet, like, one of those badass $200 driving wheels, like, does a full rotation, and then I so see you're like, saying. a real yeah. car steering wheel. Right. And this one just doesn't give me enough, so, like, for, like, quick readjustments, it can be really hard, but when I'm using, like, a fucking hyper car, and I'm, like, going, like, 200, <laughs> and, like, flying down straightaways, like, that wheel's, like, fucking awesome, so um mixed results there i didn't have any of the technical problems that i had with the demo um where it felt like the wheel wasn't responding so that's good uh it feels like it's like a bummer yeah but it's it's just hard for certain vehicles on certain roads the initial load's kind of long too like uh it's taking some time right now in the background but the seasonal stuff's cool i just made it to like winter but then when you're playing online i think it changes like every week um so, since it's only been out, like, about a week. Yeah. And I wasn't here last week. I haven't had much experience with that. Um, but it's really cool. It's a fun-ass game. There's a lot of shit to do and discover and uh, a lot of different race types. And you can replay the races during different seasons, and they're totally different. So
2: Would you say that it is, like, meets is at your expectations or exceeds them? I'd say it exceeds them. Because okay. it, in, That's like... Cool
1: certain ways like i will i mean i expected a great game you know that's kind of why i asked this
2: question because it's like it was almost a known commodity you're like all right this is going to be awesome and like you already know that it looks great yeah it's uh, it's just like i don't like is it different enough that it feels fresh and new is it totally yeah that's good
1: i mean the seasonal stuff is huge Um, visually, it looks, like, even more impressive than the last one after the 4K update. Okay, right. Um, so it's, it's just got that going for it. There's, like, only a few things that I, like, there's still, uh, like, I wish I could just change cars on the fly at any time and edit them on the fly at any time. Instead, I gotta, like, fast travel and go back to a spot. Do you you need to, like, go to a garage? Yeah, but now you have houses. So, like, in this one, I have this house and, um fucking britain and i just like i can edit my shit there too um also it doesn't just doesn't seem like there's that many new cars compared to horizon 3 okay um and i guess that would be my other thing they do have um these james bond car dlcs um i'm not a big bond guy but i know that would be maybe something for you yeah Um, i do
2: love those movies so but you're in like a muscle car right now
1: yeah i'm in a old uh challenger i believe um the, yeah, but this game is just so awesome. Actually, this is the uh, this is like Dom's car from Fast and Furious. <laughs> this is the
2: one he oh was. he had a GTO, I think.
1: No, I think he had a Challenger. Son. Was it? Because GTO is my favorite. I know he didn't have a GTO in the first Fast and Furious. You should Google that while I'm fucking fucking around here. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's slick ass games. They have the fucking um same race types like the like scrambles where you're just going in like a straight line or like you're going like cross country you might be off-roading um circuit races street races where there's traffic um you're kind of floating all over the place but i like the ability to just like mow over these hedges and through people's yards without giving a fuck um it just seems like it's really really fucking well executed on almost every level
2: it was a charger
1: a charger okay so that's what i mean i i've that makes more sense because I confuse Charger and Challenger.
2: Um, yeah, that, cause that's why I was thinking. I was like, I don't think this Challenger. Just I'm not a huge car expert, but I do like just little things. I know, like, tip me off.
1: Also, I can't hit these sheep.
2: They are looking goofy running around. It's pretty the, fun. Uh,
1: they're looking extra goofy in the snow.
2: Yeah, it's pretty funny. But like, here we go. Like, here's, dude, it looks so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, here's one of these these beauty spots. So if I hit uh if I hit X on here, which apparently is being a little unresponsive right now, yeah, it's just not letting me do it.
2: <laughs> being a little bit of a turd right now,
1: yeah, laying a laying a fresh crap right now. Um, but usually, like this is where it'll, like load up and I'll tell you something about this area, or, like this one mill or whatever, and fucking then like I will just be dancing in the background. That's pretty great. And uh, they they do still have that like lottery wheel spin thing right now. Ooh, did I just crash?
2: You got some. I'm I'm bad luck you popped it off and then yeah, it's unresponsive is, and you know, now it's a heart oh, the, oh now it's loading
1: the beauty spot oh okay I don't know why it took so long
2: yeah it's weird and also it is there's a man dancing yep. right there
1: um he's just
2: doing some real basic white man dance
1: that's uh I believe the running man um but yeah they have um <clears throat> they have uh fuck cosmetics and like the emotes that you unlock through the um wheel spins now too so um you can unlock cars you can get like a big credit boost um this game throws a lot of credits at you so it's never really that hard to rack them up oh and then you still got your friendly uh rewind and also uh gps that can point you in the direction of the nearest shit um one cool thing about it being like online too is when you're playing with other people they just ghost right through you so they can't like harass you and crash into you and stop you. Oh, that's you. awesome. Yeah. So, um, I mean, oh, doing yeah, a race is different, obviously, but, like, during this the This one is world. the
2: one that actually has, like, living online people in it, right?
1: Yeah, and you can do, like, the Drivatar thing, too, and play online, so it's really up to you. Um, so you don't really even have to do that, but if, if that's something you don't Forza
2: uh, Horizon 3 just had the drive right? It wasn't like an interactive.
1: I mean, there was an online element to it, um but it's different than this. You know, like I think this is a much more like larger like group of okay, people yeah. who can be online at the same time and even to the point where if you like um check in, oh wow, I have eight wheel spins. What the fuck am I doing? Um if you check in um the map while you're with people online it's updating the their positions too so you can see where they are and they're floating across your map uh which is pretty cool um but yeah as you can see i could win a denim jacket in this wheel spin um or a baseball cap or 170,000 credits which will be a major chunk towards uh, the next vehicle i decided to buy oh yeah um and you get these for like leveling up and shit like that um also sometimes you just win them you just want a old
2: BMW, yeah.
1: Um, that'll happen. Sometimes <laughs> you'll get some some really nasty shit in here. There's also unique horn sounds. Ooh, hundred thousand credits. I'm fucking
2: I'm raking it in yeah, right now. These yeah, are this pretty good. Is good um, wheel spins. Yeah,
1: good sums. I'm dealing with right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a fun game. Honestly, it's so rewarding because at every like angle, ooh, there we go. Light chinos. Oh, uh, and it, like. no matter what you end up doing like what you spend your time in it just feels like you get something out of it whether it be a black polo or some light chinos like i just got um you just see like results and then you you get the option to like check out new fucking um seasons and like all sorts of shit yeah absolutely there's just a lot to to take in and it seems huge like this game seems humongous um the map's really big And uh, I have yet to see a lot of it, but it's fucking huge.
2: Yeah, it's a sizable map, to say the least.
1: uh, I did buy the $3 treasure map. They have one of those microtransactions that you can buy where it displays all of the bonus boards and hidden car barns and uh, just fills your map out a little bit. Um, this time around, there's still the fast travel boards, but the other ones are influence, not XP now. Cause that's kind of your other, um, XP system now. And so, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of, uh, fucking around. I actually Enjoying just, yourself. just want a wheel spin for gathering a new, like collecting more cars. So it's it just likes throwing prizes at your face a lot.
2: Oh, they hosed you on that one though.
1: Yeah. Only 2000. But that's okay
2: you yeah. made almost like 300 i think actually more than three hundred thousand in the last spins though so yeah yeah that's so. awesome what is it like the average cost for a car
1: um it depends so we can go and check out some cars because now i'll actually want to
2: yeah i'd like to see what kind um, of like the the economy is like in these games in so this game
1: you can go to the horizon festival right now it costs me to fast travel and usually i don't because it's so much fun to drive but it cost me, like, 9,000 credits to just fast travel Just now.
2: Ooh, that's a pricey kebab.
1: But the more, like, the boards that um are available in the world that you just kind of run over, yeah. Um, there's ones that reduce the cost of fast traveling. Uh, so, okay. So, like, there's 50, wh- and I have five of them. And uh, so, if okay. I do, like, you know, five so more... So, ostensibly,
2: ever- it could be free eventually? It does become free okay.
1: eventually. Because I, de- I got all the boards in Horizon 3, because it's a fun way to kind of explore around the world. Um, And so the oh i got a new car in the garage
0: yeah that bmw
1: bmw and i got a barn find um they have these mystery barns if you buy the treasure map and just you can just find the barn um but i got one. Oh, i got the uh the escort it's been added to my garage
2: the old ford escort turbo
1: yeah so now i got, oh, the, boy. got a another ford um But, yeah, it's a, let's see here. We go to the auto show. You can also go to the auction house where you can put up your cars.
2: Um, I think I remember you talking a little bit about that um, in the last game.
1: Yeah, because that's how I got the Bugatti. So sometimes you can get a car for lower than uh, the retail from a real human being. Um, But, yeah, so, Nick, give me a car brand that you want to check out. Um,
2: Is there Aston Martins in this? Yes, I just
1: passed it. Um. So we got, let's see, eight Ashton Martins to choose from. So this one's 300000 but like this Vulcan is 1.5 mil. That's probably oh, okay. the most expensive. This one's 1. 1.4 mil. And then a couple of... Oh, this one's $10 million. It's the 58 one. That's surprising. Um, That's
2: um, the DB5, I believe, is the one that James Bond used as well.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
2: It's actually... Those both might be James Bond cars, which would explain why they're so expensive.
1: That could be a... Yeah, the James Bond cars are uh, DLC,
2: too. Because the uh, Vanquish is the one he uses in Casino Royale. So, and I saw they had that on there, and that one was a little more reasonable, I believe. But it's also like a newer, less classic model or whatever. Mm.
1: Yeah, they got a... I wonder if it will be over here. They got a... uh, Some D yeah, here we go. DLC cars. There's the best of Bond car pack. Okay. Ten iconic cars from fifty years of James Bond films. And the Formula Drift car pack, which is uh, apparently one that came came with the game. Oh, okay. Um interesting. But yeah, the best of Bond pack has the DB ten Jaguar Ashton Mar DBS. Citroën, Ashton Martin V8, BMWs, there's the DB5 right there. Yeah. James Button, 64 James Bond edition. So. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So oh, that yeah, that, that Lotus,
2: that was a concept car at the time, and it was the one he drove underwater in it. Uh-huh. BMW Z8, Yep, yeah, that was, I think, Die Another Day. Yeah, dude, classic. Yeah, that would probably be something I would end up getting.
1: I don't know how much that is, but... Uh, They always make out great DLC for these games because there's going to be two, like, big expansions like they did with Horizon. Well,
2: and then, like, Cars are such an iconic thing that you can do something like that where James... Because didn't they do, like, a Fast and Furious pack for the last one?
1: No, they did that for two. Oh, okay. For Horizon 2. For the last one... See, for the last one, they also do... Not only the car DLC, but they do like extra islands. And so the last one they did, it was like Hot Wheels and they did a Blizzard one.
2: That's right. I heard about the Hot Wheels thing. Yeah.
1: And then um, this one, obviously, they're not going to... Like the Blizzard one was just a snow area and it was awesome. Um, but this one, there's winter. And so the entire fucking map turns into a snow area. So I don't know what they're going to do. Because they also did a storm one for Forza Horizon 2. It was, they just had one island. It was called Storm Island. And uh, it was just with, like a ton of inclement weather. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just fun to fucking just go. I like a lunatic. Right. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's just a good time, and it's just like the uh the music also is really good in this game. Like I just enjoy listening to the dancey radio soundtrack they have. Uh, they've had churches in the last three games. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: they seem to have like a pretty solid partnership with that band. Yeah, there's a couple bands they've, by me, they've
1: reused a couple times. Um. But uh, it's it's just a fun game to fucking fly around in yeah. and dick off, and then I'll also like do some races. But like, it's not even always about that. Like I said, it's kind of the Spider-Man feel, where it's like, if I'm playing the game, I'm probably having a good time. Right. Doesn't really even matter what I'm doing. Like, right. right. Now I'm rolling my goddamn car just to get this little board over here. Just, you just need a board. Oh, it's on top of that fucking roof. Oh, it is. Oh, uh, and so for some of these, like you have to finagle a way to get up there it's probably having to ramp off ramp of this, this hill, thing, right? And I'm probably not going to do that while I'm uh, podcasting right now.
2: Yeah, that seems like it would take more than just an ancillary amount of attention to detail. Yeah,
1: yeah potentially.
2: Um, but it's a sweet ass game, and uh, I've, uh, yeah, looks fantastic. Looks really like the cars, it. like, and then like obviously with a like the cars all handled totally differently, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because there's some I'm fucking crap with. Well, like, cause there's some I've like literally finished last in a race
2: with. It seems like that much true to classic like muscle car. This one's not as necessarily like maneuverable as some.
1: No, yeah, definitely not. And even so, like I I expect this one to be more. Oh, I'm over a frozen lake right now. I expect this one to be more uh, good with handling because it was so like. I was fucking drifting around turns like when I didn't want to. Like I just I was sliding. I was there was a lot more whip on the tail end of the car um, than I had desired. So um, I expected towards that with like like better tires and shit. But really, where you get punished sometimes is if you upgrade too much. You belong in a different class um but you'll be on the bottom end of the class but yeah but my car won't be fast enough so like uh i'm finding that i'm operating best at least right now in this game in the a class because i can get some speed but i can also get a lot of performance out of that so yeah Always you're when not I like driving
2: like, a fucking car that you've totally lost control of because it's so fast
1: yeah because if i upgrade this to like an s1 or an s2 and i'm going against like much more better like expensive advanced cars racing right. cars and it, it's just gonna get fucking fucked um yeah because i bought a mustang and it was the same way where it was just like man this is so hard to fucking like it. if there's too much speed i can't even really fucking handle
2: it that well um, so like feasibly also you could kind of like equip like a dumper car just because you want to race in the lower class oh
1: you can yeah you can do the lower class you can any race you do you pick the vehicle, and the vehicles you face are vehicles in that class.
2: Okay, so yeah, it's always gonna be.
1: So yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it's just a matter of what you want to do that race with. Like uh, there are exceptions to that. Like I think some of the rally races you need uh, a special car, but or maybe even like they did some concessions. In uh, damn, is this one on top of a roof too? Um, they did some concessions in the last game. Nope, uh, where it wasn't like. When you did the Blizzard Mountain shit, like you were supposed to do like a snow tired vehicle, but you could also put snow tires on just any car.
2: Oh, interesting. Okay. So
1: yeah, there was that too. Um but yeah, it's a good ass game. Uh that's pretty much all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. My car's too fat to get this board and it's bumming me out.
2: Yeah, that, I was just uh, like, I'm watching you, finagle to try to get him like
1: what what's happening? Come Why can't front, I get this goddamn come board on the front side? And uh probably be disappointed yeah as well.
2: because it's not going to work in any direction apparently back- going to back it in i don't think it's going to work is it <laughs> you're like just misery too wide yeah you're like just too wide to get to like it's within a dick tip's length of where you are there oh, we go, there we hey. go. Hey. had to scrape some walls but you did it
1: yeah and that's uh story of my life all right <laughs> um right <laughs> Uh, what else have you been playing on? Uh,
2: I booted up a game called Rebel Galaxy on my PS4. Oh, interesting. This was a free game for oh man, maybe like a year ago or yeah, something. Yeah, about a gajillion months ago. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I've always kind of wanted to try it out, and now I'm in a like a lull before Red Dead comes out, where I'm not necessarily wanting to commit to something huge. Mm-hmm. Although I have de- like danced around getting assassin's creed and still very well might just to try to cram in that in in like the two weeks before red dead comes out or whatever that's supposed to be like a 70 hour game so good luck yeah exactly um so that's but i also don't want to like i mean even if i only play it for like 20 hours before and then switch over i feel like i would at least get the gist of it but nonetheless that's not the game i'm playing the game i'm playing rebel galaxy right now um it's like a space cowboy game like space pirate space trucker Mm -hmm. um and it is, uh, it's pretty interesting. I played a game very similar to this that I really loved on PC many years ago called Freelancer. And it's kind of a similar thing where you get like a basic cargo ship to start and you go do kind of easy missions and you're flying around in space and shooting other spaceships when pirates attack you. And there's like lots of involved in like commodity trading. So buying low, selling high and trying to find like good profit on that. Uh, as you go to, like, because different space stations will sell different commodities for different amounts, obviously. Um, But it's pretty neat. The combat's a little bit wonky in that it's not, like, it's, like, the basis of combat is broadside combat, like old ships. So you're doing a lot of, like, um, shooting from the side. Okay. um, Which is not always super effective. But you do also get, um, like, cannons to place, like, all throughout your ship in addition to that. Mm-hmm. So that ends up probably doing like most of the work because they shoot in a more freeform direction. direction. Um, but also the broadside cannons are like a little more powerful because when you do hit them, it's like real, it's like your main weaponry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of uh, stuff like you, you're knocking down shields and then trying to take their health down. And then there's a lot of like just basically flying and traveling um at like warp speed and stuff like that so it is a game where a lot of it is is based on you like just kind of driving and drifting through space Mm -hmm. but as a space boy i kind of like that i like taking my weird and of course like kind of the stereotypical starting to these games you're kind of in like a rickety old piece of shit to start off um but then like You know, I've upgraded my shields a few times, and then I've upgraded my weapons a couple times. And now I have, like, a tractor beam that I can use to, like, pick up junk that you find that you can sell later. Um And then they have, like, you can go, like, when you dock at the space stations, you can, like, go in the bar to get tips or get, like, ideas on what's going on in the area. But you can also get, like, missions off of a job board. And then it tells you, like, how difficult and involved the mission is comparatively to what you're doing. So, like, the easier missions are basically just pick-up delivery missions. And then you'll have other ones where you're trying to, like, take off pirates or not only that, but, like, destroy their bases and stuff like that. And those are a little more difficult um i don't have much time into it like at all i've probably only played like two hours um but it seems pretty interesting like i said the combat's a little wonky so sometimes i feel like i'm fighting for like a long time because i'm not getting good enough angles to like use my weaponry efficiently which can be kind of a pain in in the ass um and then one of the first missions they give you like is way too difficult for you but they don't really inform you of that until you start it Mm -hmm. and so you kind of have to like beg off of it from it until you like upgrade your ship, which i think is kind of a stupid way to do things like you should kind of scale to where especially like the second mission should not be like well you need to do a lot more grinding on the sides like I'm like two missions in yeah. like that should be part of the gameplay loop later where you're kind of like oh okay now it's getting more difficult like it should not be part of the introduction but it doesn't bug me too much because the side missions are are pretty fun and you know flying in space and shooting shit and stuff like that so it's kind of exactly what i expected and wanted from it um
1: yeah i've heard this game is really good it has the unfortunate generic name that i constantly confuse with other games right because rogue galaxy was a ps2 action rpg Mm -hmm. and when you first said this i was wondering which of the two you were actually playing and then obviously it's not even that far away from like rogue legacy so right rogue legacy rogue galaxy rebel galaxy rebel alliance like right there's so many fucking like
2: yeah just, like, two <laughs> words that could be like any sci-fi kind of bullshit yeah because it is very generic, like rebel galaxy and i don't mean but oh and then it, it does like it has like super like truckery like twangy kind of country music fucking yeah uh you know um almost like a borderlands S kind of thing, like a uh, soundtrack. Um, so it's kind of cool. Like I'm sitting there just kind of vegging out, like, cause there are times there's like downtime when you're like going, like warping to a kind of distant place where you're just kind of letting it go. Um, and it's just like playing it like bow, music and you're like, mm-hmm. eh, like, okay, this makes sense. I kind of like it. Um, so it's pretty interesting. And as I go along, obviously I'm still on the basic ship. I still have basically basic weapons. um, and uh, so, and I haven't, like, got to – because that's what I've – I'm thinking that, like, the combat will get way better as I upgrade my weapons and ship. There was
1: something where I heard that there was something missing from the PlayStation version that the PC version had. Really? That people really liked in the PC version. Mm. I'm trying to do some research right now while you're talking about it.
2: Yeah, I'd be interested to see. Um, and then, like, the ships get pretty fucking crazy as you go because, like, some, like, you can get, like, war-class ships that are, like, super focused on uh, on combat and then others that have huge cargo holds so are a little more focused on, like, commodity trading slash, st- like, that kind of thing. And then, like, you'll come upon, like, contraband as well. Which then, like if you go to certain military controlled outposts, they'll fucking take it from you, and mm. then like you'll lose faction rep with like the with the military for having contraband on your ship um so it's pretty interesting
1: oh uh, it was custom soundtracks on p c oh it has uh like supports like custom music soundtracks I think in a I wish
2: yeah. that was a more prominent thing with everything.
1: Well, now there's like Spotify on on both consoles though.
2: Yeah, I guess like it just like I kind of wish just it was Don't have Spotify. I wish it was just integrated in with it just like it used to be. Yeah, exactly. Can so, burn your
1: CDs into your PlayStations.
2: Man, I remember first playing um OG G- Xbox. Yeah, and having playing GTA and one fucking radio station was just the music you had saved on your hard drive.
1: I remember playing Halo Two and listening to Slipknot as a uh, as a thirteen year old man.
2: That's the time to listen to Slipknot.
1: And uh, I thought it was cool's.
2: Yeah, I got. I eventually got a uh, <laughs> a hand me down boombox from my parents when I during the PS Two days. So I have various CDs that, in my mind, are linked with certain games mm-hmm. in a weird like um almost like mnemonic device where like i often um qualify driver two with smash mouth's astro lounge because i was listening to a lot of that while playing that game
1: oh man if i put like chill ass ambient music on when i'm like simming 2k doing some hot 2k or madden yeah. simming or, like, just playing, like, a relaxing game, like, Into the Breach, to me, is, like, kind of a relaxing game to just, like, Oh, zone it's a out great, right,
2: because you can just, like, set it, like, there's no time limit. There's no... Right. Can, I can just set it down and yeah. do something I need S- to do. So,
1: if I if I put that combination, you can forget it. Like, dude, yeah. fucking, if I put, like, Civ on and I got some chill-ass music playing in the background, I'm just like, yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to run out of music before I run out of fucking time where I want to play Civ, so...
2: Yeah, because I had the same thing, like... When I used to play World of Warcraft a lot, obviously that was almost like because you were playing hour-long marathons, mm-hmm. it was almost like, uh, like requirement that I had music on. And that was when I was first discovering my love of Beck. So like Beck and World of Warcraft to me are like a, uh, a, a fi- like a hold hands. Yeah, because I was listening to tons of Beck at the time. So
1: or like that weird week where I was playing uh the interstellar soundtrack with Crossy Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah got really intense every matchup of crossy road became the docking sequence with matt damon uh
2: you know for a second i totally forgot that he was in that movie
1: he's a great cameo in that movie
2: it's a really interesting like subplot in that movie yeah Yeah. um fresh off of him doing the martian which is more matt damon in space
1: fresh off of talking about some old bryo west
2: Yeah, what's the update on the new BryOS? Let me
1: give you a hefty scoop of BryOS right now.
0: Oh, boy. Boom,
1: Hauser. First of all, (laughs) I got... TARS. (laughs) Oh, TARS. Um, I got me a new Bryphone. I got the uh, ridiculously named uh, Bryphone 10S Max. 10S Max. Which is probably the worst named iPhone
2: yeah, I don't like that name. Other but
1: than the 5C.
2: Wasn't that like basically that was the 5 minus? Yeah. It was the like, well, it was the just... The economy version? Yeah, it was the the budgety one.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, 10S Max, that's a terrible job. Um, the phone's great, though. Uh, so I like it. It's a giant phone, which makes it uh, good for playing some BryOS games. And uh, speaking of that Civ... Civ 6 now on iPhone not just iPad uh, like it was which gives me hope that some other iPad only games (laughs) FTL will come to iPhone as well um, where I can play that nonstop and then maybe into the breach will also grace this glorious screen one day we can only hope Um, there's only a few games I have that are only iPad only because they're big iPhones now so that used to be like more of a thing of the past um any schwitz i was playing uh six ages so six ages is a game it's a sort of spiritual successor to uh kingdom of dragon pass is that what it's called yes kingdom of dragon pass dragon's pass i have to think dragon pass um anyways it's kind of like a 4x text-based game 4x being kind of like civ um king of dragon pass uh, so it was King of Dragon Pass. It was a very uh, long-standing game, I guess. Uh has been around for a long time and then came to iOS. And then they followed it up this year with Six Ages. I did not play the original. Okay. I guess this is very similar in many ways. I couldn't tell you how many ways because I haven't played it. Because you didn't play the other one. Um, But I played about two hours of it, and it's a hefty game. Um, It is text-based. You have sort of like a clan. Uh, And so, like, I got one right now called the Sage Sons. Uh, It's like there's seasons around, like, where you are basically... um, You have, like... Okay, so you have six tabs, basically. One for magic, one for the clan. The map, the relations you have with other clans, war and wealth. Um, You have your clan's lore, you have like several deities and people in your clan all like are from like different families and maybe praise different deities. Um they can also die. You can appoint one of them as the leader. Um and they also have like skill sets. So like some are good at diplomacy, some are good at math, some are good at combat, some are good at multiple, you know. Um some are good at bargaining, so you might want to make them like the merchant. Um but there's just so much different fucking variables in this game. I really can't say after two hours that I've came to grips with most of the systems in this game. <laughs> but Sounds I, about right. But I have a more uh, loose understanding than I did before. Okay. Um, You're kind of managing not only your clan's um, sort of like appointed, I forget what they're called, council maybe um but like your council will give you like suggestions on like what they think you should do okay um when you're sorting through them and you have your leader guys also and so they, they can just die of old age too like they're oh, they kind of awesome. have different ages and shit and then like different guys from the families will come up and if you're not representing a certain family like they acknowledge it they're like hey what the fuck like no one who believes in our god is like on the fucking council oh okay and shit so it's it becomes very like like you kind of want to be diplomatic about a bunch of shit. Um, your people can get sick, then get wounded in battle. Um, you can reorganize them. You have a ongoing venture that you can do, um, where you can like concentrate on a certain thing for the season. Um, like herding or like, like you trade herds of animals a lot. You also have goods that you use to like sort of upgrade your base um each season you get have an allotment of magic and you can like use them kind of as points uh certain clans will like you certain clans can fear you uh they can mock you so they might not even like they <laughs> like might that not idea even of
2: like, like <laughs> pff, they just you. like poo poo you yeah they're just like you're a joke it's
1: and like then, i'm not a joke and then they also get um to the point where like you do favors for them and they do favors for you because, like, events occur. Oh, uh, yes. Um, Squid pro row. So, like, fucking... Uh, there'll be times where it's just like, hey, these guys fucking show up and uh, your fucking, like, merchant swindled both of them. Oh, shit. So you can make good with one or the other or, like, double pay back the debt or you can try to trick them again. And, like, so... the. It'll just be shit like that where it comes up. It's like, or you can like call in a favor from well, like one of the clans that you have a favor for. Um, so th- there's just a lot of possibilities with what you can do. Um, and I haven't seen a lot of the shit. Yeah. Um, there's also rituals you can do, which I think having a last have a lasting effect over multiple seasons. Uh, but I'm not exactly sure because I haven't been able to execute one successfully. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that makes it a little bit difficult.
1: Yeah. And then there's like even stuff with the trading like you can trade certain things once or you can establish a trade route. Um, like one season I was really low on food so I did a massive trade but then I have three trading routes with people. And then there's like some time I'm like, oh, well, these guys mock us and they keep slaves um and, but, you know, we we owe them a favor. <laughs> or some shit like that.
2: Yeah, so it's kind of like the dirty underdealings of like political life.
1: Yeah, and then there's like um uh, the magic that you use, like when you're getting raided. If you didn't allocate all of it, you can use your magic to like call upon like a deity uh when you're being raided and they have a chance of like rescuing you. Um and just there's just a lot of shit you can do. I've yet to see most of it but i've seen some of it and i can tell that's a really cool game just as far as like tinkering around it's, uh, it's a lot of reading and shuffling through menus um but then there's also just more like where you're getting like fat chunks of story and shit's happening yeah. and there's action. Yeah. sometimes
2: i'm like totally in the mood for a game where i'm like kind of constantly learning how to play it yeah like it's a really a pretty fun experience to be like it can seem very daunting at sometimes but then other times like it uh it really works.
1: Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's scratching that itch right now, and cool. uh, and I do have uh, the Civ to get to, which I didn't play a ton of. I played kind of two runs of that on um on the Brypad. This is a Civ six, right? Six, Civ six, yeah. yeah. Um, but not only did it come to iPhone, but they're uh, putting that first expansion out on iOS too, Bryo. Nice as well. Right? So yeah. Please, there'll be some of that.
2: Yeah, I have Civ Six and have never cracked it, which is fucking fucking dumb because I spent like 150 hours in Civ Five. So it's good. Yeah, why not play it? So I might actually do that at some point. Civ Six came out what last year, right?
1: Uh, the year before.
2: Oh, it's a couple years old now. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, it's relatively new still. It's got some sheen on it. Not Indeed. Martin, not Charlie, but just a uh, fresh, fresh sheeny. Uh I think it's time I refresh my beverage. Yeah. Swah! cream here little cream there with whip, whip, what do you got
2: all right speaking of a game that also has kind of complicated systems in it mm. um i picked up kingdom come deliverance oh have you heard about this game
1: oh yeah it's like that's, the medieval yeah the one with the guy that um maybe is a turd bag oh is that the game that yeah. the guy's like a shit bag i guess i don't i don't know alleged that's yeah that's what man hazel um on, on this podcast
2: okay um that makes sense. It's a it is a fucking weird game.
1: Yeah, it looks weird. It's it is.
2: Fuck. It's like a okay. So it's based the basic premise is like it's a medieval setting, yeah. like a feudal like setting, and it's a first person mm. not shooter, obviously, but Skyrim, first person, yeah. medieval. Um, but it's like a little more focused on historical accuracy. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of, not a lot, but they're like you run into like exposition of like. Historical like feuds and like periods and kings and rulers that are real, and then like how they functioned as leaders and how they interacted with their subjects and shit like that. Um, and then like you're you're the son of a blacksmith who, uh, possibly like was way more involved with like the government than you maybe know about, and then it kind of goes from there. Um, but it just is a very like everything about it is like kind of weird and quirky. Um, this game is like well known for being pretty janky. Yes. Um, which I haven't run into a whole lot of, mm-hmm. but it is there. And it's kind of like, there's a lot of th- shit going on. So it's one of those games that like sometimes will, that spills over into what you're doing. Um, the combat is very weird. It's like this five-star You have like a five star, a five point star. Mm -hmm. And so you like decide what direction you're going to swing from and what direction you want to block in. Okay. Based on like where they are. And then you can like fight. So like you can start up and then like as you start to swing, bring it down and then come from that direction. And then you also have like a jab component to like mix up with your slashes. And then you have like a block slash parry to go along with it. So you kind of have to pay attention like where their attacks are coming from while also timing your attacks to be like varied enough that you might be able to hit them. It's weird. I don't think it's bad. It's just very like kind of bizarre to get used to Mm -hmm. because there's a lot going on. And sometimes like you're in the heat of battle and you're like trying to figure out like what the best tactic is and then you're like kind of teaching yourself how to do this but there is also like i've already run into two separate um tutorials like two separate like uh like combat like it's like a little combat arena where you go and have like a practice fight. And so I think it's like there and available if you want to continue to like learn more advanced tactics mm-hmm. cuz I did like the first one and then like advanced level 1 and went through it and like one through both of them and there's only a couple things that I'm not like really grasping to it. like there's a dodge mechanic that I think is kind of crap. Um so I kind of skip that and don't just don't even use it I'd rather just block or parry um and then there's like it just goes into a lot of the other different like there's like an influence system and like it's one of these games that gives you a lot of different options about how to do things and sometimes it's not very linear like all right go here do this and then this will happen sometimes it's just like all right fine, figure out how to get out of the castle
1: what did you uh get this one again
2: uh pc okay yeah it was actually on sale um, I got it at a, a GOG sale. It was only twenty five bucks, and came as part of a bundle of like three other games. Okay, which is currently I think like a fifty or even sixty dollar game. So I got it for twenty five bucks, and because uh, I was I had been intrigued by it, but I was like I'm not gonna pay fifty dollars for a maybe, and I was like twenty five dollars I will pay for a maybe, especially when I'm getting other games with it. Yeah, it's a um, it's
1: a pretty polarizing game.
2: Yeah, and I can see both ends of it, which is kind of why I'm right in the middle. Like I don't fucking love it, but I mm-hmm. definitely don't hate it yeah it's very interesting it's not what i expected which is sometimes a good thing um i thought it was going to be kind of a create your own guy like generic medieval almost like skyrim light like
1: no i think they take the hard turn into the medieval shit
2: yes and it's very story driven like you're not a creative character you are a particular character Mm -hmm. and his backstory and relationship and family like all matter with what you're doing Mm. and a lot of it's based on that and like there is a lot of like back and forth with where you fit in in like feudal society as a peasant compared to like being a squire compared to like interacting with people that are you know in the court or like merchants or stuff like that and then there's the whole like religious like the church versus the crown aspect that you got to get mired in those politics and how they go um but it's pretty interesting i i've still only played it like and it's very like there's a lot of lead-in because there's a lot of shit going on because, mm-hmm. like, it's also a game where, like, you will have different interactions ba- like with people based on what clothing you're wearing and, like, what your appearance is and stuff like... Because, like, if you have, like, cuts and scrapes and, like, bruises, you're actually more likely to be intimidating to people because you look like you've been in fights. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you will also have better luck, like with certain people if you're in like military outfits or like merchant slash like upper class outfits because then they're more likely to interact with you rather than if you're like in just like peasant robes or something so like some people will just shit on you just for even looking like that or being a peasant off the off rip so it's like interesting like that and then like you build up stats as you go along because there's like um uh, like, vitality and strength and stuff like that. And that will influence your, like, um, decision trees, like, later on. So you can be more likely to sweet-talk someone or, like, use charisma if you level that up more. And then you can... You're more likely to beat their scores with that. Whereas, like, if you kid out and have great weapons, but then also have high strength, and your intimidation goes way up, shit like that. Um, So it's pretty interesting. I kind of bought it on a whim, and I... um have been playing it just because i've heard so many things on both ends of the spectrum about it and i was like it's a game that came out this year that i wasn't expecting to play but i'll give it a go Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to put more time into it and seeing where it goes the story seems pretty interesting so far and uh um it's at least keeping me engaged which is kind of the you know the minimum i expect from a game that i'm playing so um yeah i think it's a pretty extensive game if you like delve into it it
1: is yeah it it looks kind of uh like a like a bit of uh, fucking like you kind of got to commit some, mm-hmm. some some berries into that game if you really want to play it not like a very casual thing. That's kind of like what a, I'm
2: uh, noticing, and I talked a little to uh, Sam who's been on the podcast before. Uh, a commit some
1: berries is a phrase I just got away with using.
2: I you know I it sounded so natural that I was like yeah commit some berries okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sam has played quite a bit of it, and and she likes it, and says like. She was telling me that pretty early on you can branch out and start doing side stuff, and that's kind of the best way to do it because it gets you more prepped for the main storyline stuff. So that's going to be, I think, my next step is kind of branching out and exploring and trying to find like new fast travel points and stuff like that. So
1: cool. Yeah. Cool, Jimmy's. Giving you the jimmies, give me all your jimmies tonight. Let me have
2: the jimmies right now.
1: Everybody wants it. Gotta shut up because this sounds terrible. All right, um, here we go. Shit in my butt. I have one last game and it's nothing new. I did a little Hot Two K Simon.
2: Uh oh, back. Back <laughs> on your bullshit.
1: <laughs> fell back on the wagon. Uh, uh, yeah. I was um alone with my Switch for several days, and I had been playing a ton of Dead Cells, and then I was like, maybe I'll sim a season of 2K. I was like, I'm in uh, Tennessee. I'll do a Grizzlies franchise. Get in on it. And then I went seven seasons into it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just uh, made a big uh, trade for Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Ooh. I have a shooting guard named Boyd McGuire, who is my best player. I... uh, gutted my team i did the rare non-fantasy draft and gutted the current memphis grizzlies team i almost always fantasy draft um that's a team that needs gutted so it does um and so i sent uh you know conley and gasol and everybody packing all their young players to my second season i had started with zero members of the season before grizzlies that's awesome um but yeah, then I ended up acquiring Rudy Gobert, Paul George, I ended up sending both of them out of town also. Because Get them out of here. And just acquiring massive amounts of picks. Yeah. And so now I have a mostly computer generated team alongside Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and a elderly Patrick Beverley, who's still effective.
2: Patty Bevs. Yeah. I always like him in those games.
1: And so uh, I'm just kind of doing my 2K thing. Uh, I'm still on 2K18, I haven't even whiffed, took a, a hard sniff at 2K19 yet, um, and I don't plan on doing it right now, I have Tomb Raider, which I didn't even get to play, uh, because I was away for a while, and, and Forza, and then, I briefly even debated stupidly Call of Duty yesterday, um, because I'm just, I, I kind of liked playing it, and I just want to dump on Fools, I just want to dump rounds into fools.
2: Dump rounds into fools.
1: And uh, that's that's the best game for dumping rounds this year. It is. Probably, um, yeah. But uh, I think I'm going to hold tight for Red Dead, and then I'm gaining a little bit of where I had some speculative uh, interest in Call of Duty. I'm shifting that and the 2K energy onto this new Fallout, because I'm thinking I'm probably going to play it.
2: Getting a little more interested in that now?
1: Yeah, I well more so interest less even interested but uh more so excited and uh really just realizing like is the new fallout really gonna come out and i'm not gonna play it like
2: i was actually talking a little bit about this really just earlier being today honest. like <laughs> yeah well i was like i was like there's a, i think there's a distinct possibility that this game could be like destiny with fallout stuff in which case i'd be like okay well i'll play that and I'll probably give it a longer leash than I did Destiny because it's Fallout stuff, mm-hmm. um, which obviously is not optimal. Like, is not exactly what I'm looking for. But every time I hear stuff about it, it's it's always piques my interest. Yeah, like the way things are 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 shaking out and like the way they're being described. It's it sounds interesting. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I
1: uh, I agree. And uh, I I I was driving through West Virginia. And so okay. I was like envisioning myself exploring some Fallout landscapes. Um because that's where uh that game is gonna be set. And so like I just uh I'm just kinda looking forward to it. I think uh I think I'll end up making that journey there. Um maybe not yep. right away though, because that game could be janky as fuck.
2: Yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna buy it probably day and date. Um I know enough other people that are gonna get it that I'll probably have people to play with if I want to. Yeah. Um, which seems like it's gonna be a pretty could be a pretty vital component of that game mm-hmm. um, as much as they say like you can play it by yourself if you want it's like yeah i know i've heard that song and dance with games before that then when you try to play it by yourself is not nearly as fun so uh yeah but i am uh yeah it's kind of like you said it's just like am i really like i'm gonna play fallout whatever yeah, fallout I mean, you like i played fucking fallout shelter for far longer than i probably should have yeah um, yeah, me too. <laughs> so, which was any time at all, basically.
1: I re- I reread my Fallout Shelter review the other day, and I was like, this, a little embarrassing." This now. aged well. Look at, oh, hmm.
2: yep. Hmm. See what I did there? That's a banned phrase, but yeah. I, I I brought it out. All right. Um, do you have any other games? I have one more. Um, in my attempt to rein in my fucking Steam catalog, which has over the years now gotten completely out of fucking control in the fact that i looked through and i was like wait i own dark souls 3 i was like oh okay why do we both own that i don't know well because then i was because i was constantly looking i was like there's i don't know i don't mean to jump into news if you're going to talk about this you probably weren't going to but there's that dark souls trilogy that's coming out oh yeah which has the original remastered and then two and then dark souls three And i was like oh i might actually want to look into that because i've never played one and those would be interesting and then i was scrolling through my steam and it was like dark souls 3 i was like what when did this happen and i think it was a humble monthly or some shit but anyway um so i've been kind of going through and picking games by the way before i forget yeah
1: dark souls remastered on switch you can
2: pause could you not pause normally no just like bloodborne oh that's right you can't fucking pause in bloodborne I almost also picked that up after the discussion we had last week and then <laughs> had a like like a moment where I was like do I actually even want to fucking play this game? I do. I
1: just don't want to play it as much as I want to play my other games that are that, less intimidating.
2: To and me. I I just keep having the I have a, that weird relationship with that game where I'm like all right, do I like you a lot or do I like the idea of you a lot? Maybe a bit of both. Probably almost 50/50. I think anyway. It's a
1: little bit of like Stockholm syndrome.
2: Very much so, I think. I yeah. think that's very much it and like just this like nagging like you you can't let it beat you.
1: But it's a great kidnapper.
2: Yeah, it's a very generous kidnapper. Um but anyway, that's oh, all no, aside it's the not. point.
1: It's not a very generous kidnapper. Well he's it, a real
2: piece of shit. <laughs> but he's a well, good looking piece of shit. Yeah, maybe maybe he's just handsome and you think he's kind there because he's so handsome. Yeah, you're you're fooled by its looks. Right. Um but the game I chose at this point to play from Steam is called Nine One One Operator. Okay, um, it's very ran- I just like literally saw it and was like, I think I got it for three dollars in a Steam sale one time, and I was like, all right, we need to start chewing th- through some of this fucking backlog. And like, oh cause, yeah, because the other game I saw in there was, I own um, what's the game where you're in the mall and the zombies? Dead Rising. I own Dead Rising Four. Oh, okay. I've never played two or three, and I barely played one. Some reason I own Dead Rising four, but I was like, "All right, let's play this." And it's uh, it's really fun. It's a very basic game. It's basically just like a map, Mm -hmm. and then you have emergency vehicles divided between fire, police, and emergency, um, which is mostly ambulances. And then you get like what's it called again? One more time nine one one operator. Okay. Um,
1: So you work in the the calls
2: yeah basically you are like dispatcher so you're not only taking calls but you're controlling like where all the vehicles go because you'll get the most of what you get is just comes in from like reports on the street so it'll be like all right this guy there's like a a dispute like a domestic dispute so Mm -hmm. then you have to send police and then depending on how bad it gets you might have to send an ambulance after that to take anybody if they're hurt or you'll get like somebody that's Driving down the wrong side of the road. So you have to send cops after them. Or like you'll get fires, but then you also get like somebody, like you'll literally get like cats stuck in trees or like someone is trapped in a a building or something like that. And then you have to send fire guys. Um, And that, or there'll be someone that just got in a car accident. You have to send just emergency. Or sometimes it's a combination of two or three. Um, And then on top of that, and like I said, it's basically just a grid with like little blips that pop up and then you have your icons for your vehicles and then icons for the emergencies that are happening and then you'll get calls and then you have to field the calls and it gives you like um conversation selections and you got to go through because not everything is actually like a a legitimate emergency like sometimes you'll get people calling and then you delve deeper into it and they're just being a total dickhead um like one guy will be like yeah i want to uh report this car it's parked um it's like illegally parked and then you'll like go into it and he's like yeah this is the spot i usually park and it's closest to my apartment why is this person parked here and you're like okay fucker like this isn't an emergency you're just an asshole yeah. and so that because like if you send people and it's not a legitimate emergency you'll like lose reputation points which is um what you use which like gets you more money which then you use to spend on um equipment and vehicles and staff um because like each vehicle has to be staffed by at least one person obviously but usually i like to do two per vehicle um and then you can get them like better guns you can give them um like uh flak jackets like bulletproof vests and you can give them like emergency kits um, or like um, toolkits, which makes it faster to like move through obstructions and shit like that. So there's like just little subtle upgrades you can get, and then as you like get more money, um, you can get better vehicles, and even eventually get like uh, um, like helicopters, like a they f- can get like a police helicopter or like an emergency lift chopper and shit like that. Um, but yeah, and then sometimes like you have to just yeah, the emergency calls are kind of the mo- the most interesting part. Um, because although it's all like pre recorded and you'll get sometimes like the same call repeated, there's usually little things that are different about it. So, like, it'll be like the same introduction, like, there are men fighting outside my house, but then where it goes from there sometimes different is because sometimes it'll be like, oh, never mind, it's over, they left, and then shit like that. The other cool thing about this is you can, it like when you boot up the game, it's like, oh, I see you're in, um, Akron, Ohio. And they're like, "Do you want to download the map for this area?" <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, dude!" So it'll go, and they'll be like, "Uh, yeah, there's a fire. Like, I saw a car accident. It's like, oh, where are they?" Like, oh, "Yeah, I'm on Howe Road." And they don't obviously <laughs> say it, but it'll like, they're yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm on," and it'll say like two four seven Howe Road. And then like you look on the map, you're like, "Oh shit!" So you send to people there. So, it's like a cool little thing where it's just like a little added. Like, it doesn't give, like, because there's so much map to cover, it doesn't, like, get down to the street names on each one. But if you know the area, you kind of know where it's going to be. Did
1: it actually say Howe Road or did it say Howe Avenue?
2: Uh, it might have been, it might have been, it probably is because it, it's Howe Avenue, right? Yeah. I think it said Howe It said the correct one because okay. there's also, like, other ones that I, like, because I don't, obviously don't know every street in Akron, but I know most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of a a kitschy little cool thing to go on to it. Um, And now I've bought like several more vehicles because like it also is kind of like the luck of the draw because sometimes like I will not I'll you have like two fire calls an entire shift and then I'll have like six emergencies all at the same time. So I like won't have enough like ambulances but then the next day it will be like a cop heavy like shift and then it's like I bought two extra ambulances and then end up not using them and stuff like that. Um but it's a it's a pretty interesting game. It's just like one of those very simple, like not overly complicated games. But in its simplicity, I found myself several times just like playing and like kind of losing myself in it. And it went on for longer than I expected because you get through one shift, and you're like, oh, I'll do one more shift, and it's like, eh, it's not that long. I'll do one more, and then you get through it, and by the end, you've played for like a couple hours. So um, it's interesting. And one of those games I had on Steam and just was like, I have to play through these eventually. So I. I gave it a toss and it ended up being uh, pretty interesting. So I'll probably uh I don't know how long like the I'm in technically in like career mode or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's not really any overlays. there's not like a, any overworld or story to it. It's just basically a night by night thing. But there's probably like a certain amount of time that you have to play and then it ends the career mode or whatever. So but yeah, it's uh, pretty interesting.
1: Nice. All right. So, that's that for the dingers we've been donging. Um, probably get a little more hefty next week once I'm yeah. here back in the homestead. Right. Um. Plus, there's just uh, games galore. We're really, we're literally engorged with games right now to the mm-hmm. point where if we tilt our heads back, and we just burp a little too hard, the pieces of games come falling out of our mouth. It's yeah, sour- they just spill out disgustingly little bit sourly, and then we have to kind of. Ugh, Swallow like re-eat down. it, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's real. It's real gross. Chug them back down.
2: You don't want to do that, but sometimes it happens.
1: Well, sometimes you do want to do that.
2: Yeah, secretly. Mm-hmm. You don't openly admit it, but you want to regurg that stuff.
1: Yeah. Um. But we have the tiniest bit of news I want to discuss. Uh, looks like you're gonna be able to change PlayStation names. Yep. So Finally. no PSX this year, but they're like, hey. We're going to let you change names one time for free, and then it's going to cost you monies, and it's going to be in this little beta rollout program. So um, we'll see what happens. There are some reports that uh, it could uh, break some shit, and uh, I think that was the fear all along. Um, Probably why this has taken a really long time to happen. Yeah a comically long time you might say. I'm never going to change my name, so I don't really give a fuck. I have my name. So um but your potential change candidate, are you uh, are you going to pursue this path?
2: Yeah, probably eventually. I'm one of those people that likes just changing their name a bunch anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz I actually like my name cuz I think it's fucking ridiculous and has an executive an Sony executives name in it. Yeah. But also I just like the variance and changing stuff up so if i it'll be one of those things where if like if i can find something interesting i'll do it but mm-hmm. i'm not going to change it just for the sake of changing it
1: yeah especially if you only get one freebie
2: is that is that looking like what it might be one free and then paid
1: yeah one freebie then it costs uh a reduced price if you have ps plus Plus. and
2: uh do they give the actual price point
1: maybe and I, I, I don't know. It yeah. um, it's
2: probably I would say anywhere like in that eight to fifteen dollar range, probably.
1: Well, I think Microsoft's ten
2: bucks. That would so maybe but, it'll be ten and then eight for PS Plus or something. See, I
1: think the real reason I don't know is because this was announced on the European PlayStation blog and it was in pounds, but I think the prices are out there, um, if you look into it. But I mean, the service isn't out there yet, so it's kind of uh, yeah.
2: Because they're did they say when they're going to roll out?
1: No, um, they you do have to be part of the preview program to get uh get in on it early though because it's going to be on some uh some software.
2: But um looks here like it's going to be 9.99 and then 4.99 for PS Plus members.
1: Oh, that's not that bad.
2: <laughs> no, 5 bucks. Like that would probably be something I do like every couple months then stupidly enough. Yeah, could be. Um interesting
1: it's uh as you said comically
2: long time in fact to the point where it kind of went beyond comically and was now in moving into annoyingly long time
1: i mean if you're just talking about since the ps4 has been out it's been five years yeah but if you're talking about since playstation network has existed as a service it's been 12 years And you haven't been able to change your
2: name. So now that's moved even probably beyond annoyingly into ridiculously long time. Yeah. Like, almost unacceptably long time. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially the amount of, like, and it was almost, they almost were, like, cute about it a lot. Like, oh, you never know. It's it's kind of tough. It's like, I don't give a fuck how tough it is. Like, I feel like they were really phoning it in. Mm -hmm. I feel like they weren't really trying. And now they're finally like, all right, whatever. Nothing going on. Sounds like they just really uh, shit the bed with how they
1: uh, started it. And uh, yep. And then they were just kind of rolling around in that feces for about 12 years. And now it's looking like they might uh, rinse themselves off.
2: Finally. So they're talking about it. So we'll see. Uh, they finally get up. They're like the dirty kid in school that finally showers, but just because it's been complained about enough.
1: No, just because like a charity like stepped in. Yeah, there you and go. And was like, hey, you're-
2: hey kid. You need help Here's some clothes <laughs> Yeah
1: Get yourself clean Forget all the poo off your face and first And the
2: parents were like Well oh, fuck At least I don't have to pay for it
1: <laughs> Now I can afford to shoot up
2: <laughs> Oh god
1: <laughs> Alright uh, A dark turn Hooray um, That'll do it I think for this here edition uh, We can do a uh, brief real man stuff Um, 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 um uh, Let me do something uh, Tennessee related Oh yeah Had a lot of
2: moonshine
1: Ah. Um, you tried some of that moonshine. Yeah. We had, uh, some moonshine pickles.
2: Yeah. Tried one of those too. I had
1: about 27 different different types of
2: moonshine over the week. When in Rome, you know what I mean?
1: They have a lot of places where you can just go up and, uh, pay five bucks, try nine types of moonshine and then use that $5 as a coupon towards any moonshine.
2: Yeah. And if you and
1: someone else did it, you can use it as a $10 coupon towards
2: one thing. It's basically like a double use five dollars. Yeah, you double uh, down. It was good. Um, How much is like a jar of moonshine, like twenty bucks? Twenty
1: five bucks. Okay, Um, that's not bad. But they had like deals where it was like buy two get one half off.
2: Smart. So we did that, and then. uh, And then you already, if you're doubling your coupon, you're paying ten less anyway. Mm -hmm. So pay like fifteen bucks, get another one for what's half of twenty five, like twelve bucks.
1: Yeah, so it was 62 and then if you use the double coupon it was 52 for 3 jars.
2: Not bad. That's what we spent. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty solid yeah. for some moonshine.
1: It was nice. I was uh giving it a shine um a couple of shines
2: back there shine it off
1: shine me down shine shine down your favorite band
2: it is yeah i'm wearing their shirt right now
1: mm-hmm. down syndrome your favorite syndrome yep. um all right three doors down let's get out of here that wasn't really me, real man stuff but it was close enough
2: oh uh, we've had much worse definitely so close enough yeah we'll call it real ish man stuff semi-man stuff semi-man stuff
1: I got a semi right now, ready, begging for a tug. So I'm going to have to <laughs> hit the skates. I'm going to have to... Uh, Skate on out of <laughs> here. What did I say? Commit some berries? What was it?
2: Yeah, commit some <laughs> berries, right? <laughs>
1: commit some berries, too.
2: <laughs> We're Yeah, we'll be back after we've, we're done committing our berries gonna go Commit
1: some berries in my own mouth. All right. Uh, Good night. Shalom, as alaikum? Whatever. What the? Fu- How come I can't end this podcast?
2: You, I mean, you could, but why do it when you're on such a roll?
1: Uh, hot fat roll that um spreading. <laughs> uh, oh God! on. Spit on and, that hot roll. Uh, let's try to cram right in there. Okay, I'm in, nestled good, and blast off. <laughs>